The NBA playoffs are here. And we all know playoff mode is a thing. Listen to the evidence. Playoff crowds are going wild. Playoff players are lighting up the court. Even your speakers are in playoff mode. Okay, we'll take it down a notch, but just a notch, because this is the turn it up to 11 NBA playoffs. Playoff mode is clearly a thing. The NBA playoffs presented by Google Pixel continue on ABC, ESPN, TNT, and NBA TV. This episode is brought to you by Amazon Prime. You know Amazon Prime is not just a shipping subscription, right? It's got everything, including streaming TV and movies on Prime Video. And of course, Prime's fast, free shipping. Go from watching your favorite shows to getting your favorite things. Whatever you're into, it's on Prime. Visit Amazon.com slash Prime to get more out of whatever you're into. Hello. Happy New Year, Happy New Year, and welcome to the Comedians Playing Fancy Premier League podcast with me, Matt Ford. And me, John Richardson. Uh, what are your predictions going into a brand new year, a fresh start? What do you think will happen to Nottingham Forest, this podcast, and you over the next year? Firstly, let's deal with Forest. Incredible. Up to 15th. Well, almost technically mid-table. On the wings of love. Oh! So I went to Southampton away last night. How did you get there? I got a lift from a friend of mine. Of course you did. No trains. No. Um, so uh, my friend Greg had a spare ticket. I was like, oh, my God. And he doesn't live far from me. So I, was like, I, I, I can give you a lift there and back. I was like, oh, my word. It was our first away win in the Premier League since Greg, May 1999. You are. May 1999. Is that true? So the first away win this season. Yeah. And obviously first season since yesteryear. Yeah, first away win in the Premier League since 1999, and I was there to watch it. Incredible. It will be talked about. Do you think this will be talked about more than the European Cups now? Well, by me, certainly. By oh, me this there, week. Oh, Southampton away. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and that was prime Southampton, you know, Che Adams, all that. You know, we went down there, we took it, we came back. With the greatest respect to Southampton fans, and I, you know, to my best friends as Southampton fans, they were terrible, and it was a bad game of football. But who cares, Doc? Well, on that subject, I was at Ellen Road last night watching Ooh! a terrible game against a terrible West Ham side, and we did not beat them. So congratulations to you for getting the three points that we couldn't manage. But you know what? On Five Live, they said it was an amazing game. They said Luke Ayling was fantastic. It was end-to-end. It was like a cup tie. Yes, well, I think commentators have a knack for talking up a game. It wasn't. It certainly wasn't a, the worst game I've seen at Ellen Road. It was two teams desperately crying out for a little bit of quality and a little bit of mm, one doesn't want to be too critical, but an idea of what to do with the ball. Perhaps it was a little bit. Oh shit! I've won the ball. What do I do now? But there were some good phases, and the two goals we conceded, one was a penalty, which was definitely a penalty, one was a very unfortunate back pass and a finish from a striker that I was told couldn't finish and would never score again for West Ham, so of course he cracks one in from outside the box, in off the inside of the post. Um, but it's been the way it leads now for the last sort of season and a half that you come away from games thinking, mm, maybe we were unlucky there, and then you think, can you be unlucky for a season and a half? Oh, we're a bit shit. Well... The league doesn't lie, and we are now tied on points. You've got a game in hand. Leeds United, 14th on 17 points. Nottingham Forest, 15th on 17 points. And we play one another soon, no? 
we've got to play each other twice because that, yeah. uh, that uh, other game hasn't been rescheduled yet. No. So uh, we've got a run of fixtures coming up, really, that are going to make or break our season. And if we don't win some of those, I would say we're going to get relegated because we've got uh, Aston Villa coming up. We've got you coming up. We've got Brentford coming up. I mean, those are games that really... And then we've got Everton, and then we've got Southampton, with a little blip in in between to lose to Manchester United. But if we are not mid-table and seven or eight points clear of the drop going into Chelsea, Brighton, Arsenal, Liverpool, I think we're going to get relegated. I mean, it's a lovely run of fixture. I mean, that couldn't be easier. That's like saying you've got to play Noddy, Big Ears, the Seven Dwarves... You know, yes, Scepter. You just like you. Could, I mean, that is as yes, easy as the league run gets. We are Bing, you know, or You're another Bing. cartoon cat. Well, I realised as I mentioned a current kids TV show that actually not having kids, you're not up to date with the. I was trying to think of the most feckless. I didn't want to say Bluey because obviously I think Bluey is quite talented and and very creative actually and works well as part of a team which you've seen in the way Bluey is able to to sort of bring Bingo into play mm-hmm. uh, but also take orders from uh, Chile and Bandit. I think Bluey is actually quite a talented player, but Bing is any anyone who's watched Bing who has kids will know that Bing's role is to fuck things up and then cry about it. Is this Paw Patrol? Uh, no, it's a cartoon called Bing, including uh, yeah. the name uh, okay. Paw Patrol. I mean. It's a great question. Thanks for asking. Who would you want in your team? You'd basically take any of the Paw Patrol. Of course you would. Um, They're all going to do a job for you. Rubble, probably not as mobile as you'd want from a footballer. Um, but more an old school sort of centre half, I think, Rubble. Marshall's going to do you a job. Of course he is. Chase, I mean, he's a born leader by definition. Look, I'm not saying Paw Patrol can't get a result of Bing. What I'm saying is, if you've got to play like Chase... Got to play him in the centre of the park. Because, look, he hasn't got the pace anymore, but he can pick out those passes. Would you agree, Joe? Uh, I would, yes, I would. And, of course, you've got to say at this level you need a difference maker. And who's your difference maker? Well, it's the Skycopter, isn't it? If at this level you're able to literally put the ball into a helicopter and carry it into the opposition goal, that's hard to defend against. That's the change for me. Look, I totally agree. If you can get the ball in the air in the way that they can... You talk about an aerial threat. You don't get a better aerial threat than an armoured helicopter. Look, that's the army. That's why they've used it, a home and abroad, to keep Mm. this island safe. Well, uh, I know you're friends with Mayor Humdinger, so I'm not going to put too much pressure on you to, to call him out over some of his recent actions. But um, it would perhaps be good to get your thoughts on, on Mayor Humdinger's frequent attempts to scupper the Paw Patrol's plans. Look, I think um, Mayor Humdinger inherited a mess. I think the residents of Adventure Bay know mm-hmm. that Mayor Humdinger inherited a black hole in the public finances. Mm-hmm. that Adventure Bay had been let down by successive parties, by successive leaders, and Mayor Humdinger inherited a very difficult situation. He's got a clear plan to turn Adventure Bay around, and it's gonna. T- he's not going to make promises he can't keep, and I think people in Adventure Bay know that. And, and the question, of course, is what is the alternative in Adventure Bay? Well, Mayor Goodway. <laughs> Mayor Goodway, with the greatest respect, makes... We can all sell false promises. And I think the public see through false hope. And I actually think it's irresponsible to make promises that you can't keep to effectively mislead the residents of Adventure Bay in the way that he's done. Okay, well, thank you for your time. Thank Um, you.
We obviously Mayor, Mayor Humdinger was asked for comment. Uh, he was unavailable to comment, so it would be well, unfair to speculate. Out there delivering on the promises, he does not waste his time talking to international podcast sensations, John Richardson and Matt Ford. He's getting on with the day job, which mm-hmm. is delivering for the residents of Adventure Bay. Well, I mean, the results speak for themselves. Um, do you watch um, any kids' cartoons these days? Obviously, you don't have the excuse of having kids. Are you, are you catching up? You're a man who frequently drinks to excess and falls to sleep to uh, New Labour campaign videos, Euro 96 montages, Hurricane's best goals, mm. the like. Do you ever wake up and find Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or Inspector Gadget on your laptop? No, I mean, I, I periodically, uh, about 10 years ago, I bought the Thundercats box set, I think the first mm. series, and I was like, oh, God, that'd be a great thing to watch. Um, I, I, I actually got quite bored um, because it turns yeah, out that, it's aimed at my former self. That box set basically kept, that box set being sold to depress 30-something men kept <laughs> Zavi going for about six more months. Oh, yeah, I love that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was something a bit sad about it. Um, now, obviously, talking of moving on, Mm-hmm. It's the new year. Do you have any New Year's resolutions, John? Uh, just to keep just plugging away at this goddamn life, man. You know, you, yeah. you've just got to keep um, keep going, haven't you, in the face of everything being dog shit. I was really pleased to go to the Leeds game last night because, obviously, coming out of the World Cup, I didn't like the World Cup. I don't really like football anymore. And it, I realised last night, basically what I like is going to Leeds games. That's what I like. I don't like anything else about football. Um, yeah. So I just want to go to more Leeds games. I just yeah. love, I like the stadium and I like the, the songs and I like the players. The booze. Just, well, I, I had to drive last night. Um, so I didn't a booze. I had a diet Coke. Oh, um, I had Coke Zero. I, did you? <laughs> He's in a pod, aren't we? How come you're off the old boss? Well, it was more that um, I don't like to just drink for the sake of it. And um, Yes, you do. Well, yeah, I do, yeah, but I like to pretend I don't. Um, okay. Yeah. I've got stuff on today, and um, actually tonight I'm going to Chelsea Man City. So busy, bloody busy. I mean, just straight back into it, you know, man? The yeah. bloody New Year, and then wallop, it'll be next New Year. I'll be like, what happened? Got up, went to work, bloody 2024. Exactly. Um, but I'm going to Chelsea Man City tonight, so I'll have a few beers there. You're going? Um, yeah. How have you got in there? Um, long story, but a friend of mine from yeah, Scotland sure. wanted to see some Premier League football. We ended up getting tickets to Chelsea Man City. And I just, Diamond you know, Club? You know what I'm looking forward to, actually, is... Magging is... someone off. Yeah. Go, you mag! But apart from that... Being able to watch Haaland without thinking, oh, God, don't score against us. Do you know what I mean? Just being able to go to a game as a neutral and just enjoy Haaland, KDB, Phil Foden. Ooh, you say as a neutral, but I mean, in I terms like of where football's at, odious game, really. Oh, come on, man. I mean, firstly, let me just come wheel on, back. Man. Let me just Let me just wheel back a second. I love your New Year's resolution because often New Year's resolution. sarcastic, by the way. You what? Well, I was being sarcastic. I don't oh. I want to plough on at all. I want to get drunk in a dressing well, gown for the rest of the year and eat crisps. Okay, well, Everything's what, dog shit. Well, that's a good New Year's resolution. Country's gone I, to the dogs. Let me, I'm, I'm trying to build a bridge here, John. And as Love a troll, you should like that. Because it build a bridge. 
Um, well, it, that was Clapton, Nina Cherry and Cher, was it, in 94, 95? Anyway, anyway, it was on now 30. Not the point. Your New Year's resolution was to watch Leeds more. Now, I just think that is such a good New Year's resolution because often New Year's resolutions are needlessly punitive. They're like, I'm going to do less of this. I'm going to do less of that. I'm going to restrict. Mm. You've flipped it on his head and gone, hang on a second. I'm going to make a New Year's resolution that, that makes me happy. I'm going to do more of something. And I just think that's wonderful. Well done. It's the worst time of year to make a resolution because it's dark, it's wet, the world is broken, everybody's ill, and you've just spent a week drinking and eating shit. And then to say to someone, <laughs> what do you want to do next year? You are, I need to stop having fucking what's-its for breakfast. Um, and then we'll build from there. If people made resolutions in summer, they would be a lot more rewarding. But, you, you know, I just um, want to be more involved in my community. just want to, you know, I just want to enjoy life. I want to totally go more agree. holidays. January, it's like, I just need to fucking sort out. I can't stop itching my anus. I don't know what's wrong. Yeah, it's I don't a think horrible that's necessarily time. a universal thing. But I, I've Everybody's always agreed. Everybody's itching their anus. Always agreed. That the time to assess your life is not just after midnight on New Year's Eve when you're in the street, skin and cold, and you can't get home. It's June at a barbecue, surrounded by friends and charred meat or meat substitutes john for those of you uh, those of us as long as it's charred as long as it's charred i want to taste that coal um that's the best time to do it so you're gonna see leads more so that's good you know what i am i do struggle taking the christmas decorations down and um i actually (laughs) the other night i took the decorations down on the third of january on the second of january we went early yeah so you went in november so you know that's a good slog I was saying to my partner the other night, she reminded me of this. It's pathetic. I was like, I don't think I've looked at the Christmas tree enough this year. I haven't looked at... <laughs> There's something about a Christmas tree and multicoloured lights. I, 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 did, I like to look into the depths of the tree and just sort of daydream. And I felt I hadn't had my personal time with the tree this year. But on, on January the 2nd, I actually, as I walked across our living room, and I was, I was like, oh, I'm going to have to take it down tomorrow. And then I, I, I don't know why I did this. I sort of dismissively wafted at the tree to myself, like, right, I'm taking you down tomorrow. Just in my mind. But, but I actually moved my hand like, meh, like that. Fuck you, tree. Yeah. And then I was like, I almost felt guilty for that. I was just like, oh, mm. taking it down I find so hard. But I think once it's taken down, you, you do then feel cleansed. I don't know if you go through that. Yeah, well, that's today for me. We've left ours up a little bit longer because it's been such a relentlessly shit Christmas and New Year in terms of illness. Um, so I sort of, I begrudge taking it down because I've not looked at it. I've not even really been in the same room as it. I haven't been around it. I've basically put it up, naffed off, and then I'm coming to take it down again. It's, it's like renovating a house and then just knocking it down. Um, okay, so just to like reassure a you, Holmes under the hammer, where Dion Dublin comes back. Yeah, we put in a new bathroom. Uh, we obviously sorted out the damp patch. We put a new extension on for the kitchen, and then we smashed the shit out of this house uh, and set fire to the rubble. I mean, some people might like that. You know, yeah. Tracy. If you Tracy Emin did that, you have to. worth a billion quid. Yeah, modern art, you twat. Yeah, I mean, most of it is rubbish. Let's be honest. The NBA playoffs are here. And we all know playoff mode is a thing. Listen to the evidence. Playoff crowds are going wild. Playoff players are lighting up the court. Even your speakers are in playoff mode. 
Okay, we'll take it down a notch, but just a notch, because this is the Turn It Up to 11 NBA Playoffs. Playoff mode is clearly a thing. The NBA Playoffs presented by Google Pixel continue on ABC, ESPN, TNT, and NBA TV. This episode is brought to you by Amazon Prime. You know Amazon Prime is not just a shipping subscription, right? It's got everything, including streaming TV and movies on Prime Video. And of course, Prime's fast, free shipping. Go from watching your favorite shows to getting your favorite things. Whatever you're into, it's on Prime. Visit Amazon.com slash Prime to get more out of whatever you're into. But just to reassure you, um, if, 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 if traditionally, you could leave it up until Candlemas, which would allow you to leave it up until the 2nd of February. Should you wish? Yeah, well, I must admit, I'm usually, once the once it's time, I'm just like, right, get it done. Um, so I am, I am going to do it. And there's something about just getting on in there. There's something about saying, right, that's it, it's done. I'm not quite there yet, but I can feel it coming. I can feel I'm almost ready to say, right, well, that's been a lot of shit. Let's crack on. Oh, we should also deal with the fact that, John, in Fantasy Premier League now, it's nine seven to me. You did win last week, um, but yeah, which is you know. incredible because I haven't opened the app since I made my changes on Christmas Eve. Um, That's really so, good. That you beat me last week. I forgot to touch it last week, um, but then this I week, bet you, did. So you know what? I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna win again this week. You know, because at the well, time it wouldn't surprise me because I I haven't. I, I was infuriated to find out it was a double game week this week. I haven't. I haven't checked fixtures. I haven't. Do you know where I've been? I've been in A and E, mate. So congratulations on your victory. Yeah, really proud of yourself. You really put in a shift against that disabled under fives team that you played. Really good to see you smashing that second hat trick against the immobile goalkeeper and celebrating his face. So I, I, hope, sh- I just really hope you can enjoy that. I just think it's sick that you would weaponize whatever ill health you've been experiencing to try and make me feel bad for subbing on a player for taking Madison off because he's. Injured. No, it's really good, and I think you should definitely celebrate a, a victory, basically uh, funded by Saudi wealth against uh, <laughs> a, a, an ailing team. I think it's you should like really. It's like being on question time with a call for this. I think you and your you and your bloodletting conglomerate of thieves should really enjoy. Your victory, and uh, I'm pleased to see you bringing Manchester United players into your team. I just think it's great to see. What is a victory for football and humanity? I think I think I speak for everyone when I say we're all really, really proud and really excited for you, and, and we'd love to see where this where this could lead. You know, who you could possibly bring in um, to make that team even more dislikable. General Pinochet. I notice you've um, you've gone with the De Bruyne Haaland double up. Yeah, man. Um, got a problem last with that? Week you, uh, I went back through the app and I said last week you captained De Bruyne, but yes, not Haaland. I, that was just I don't know what I think that was just a mistake. Mm-hmm. I, I must have just done that drunk. It was, I was just like, why? Because I'd have beaten you last week for the captain. It's just one of those things. I've learned my mistake. I've learned from that mistake. I hope. Uh, obviously, I'll be there. At Stamford Bridge tonight, at the time of recording, to keep an eye on some of my players. I have Cancelo in there and KDB. Another great bunch of lads. Oh, I'm just checking on them be like, hey, boys. Um, yeah, so I, I'm fairly confident of victory this week, the way the points are. I think more of my do you know what's, players left to play. Do you know what's remarkable? Wow. Uh, having not really engaged over the Christmas period at all with football, mm. Joe Wilkinson is still top 
of the Comedians League. He's fantastic at it, isn't he? He's so good at it. It's just, um, you're sort of waiting for it to end. It must be tearing him to pieces, because I spoke to him a couple of months ago when he first went top, and he was like, the pressure is killing me. To be top at Christmas, and we all know what they say, top at Christmas, mm. you've really got to work to throw that lead away. I mean, at, at time of recording, he's three points ahead of Russell Howard. Um and Lloyd Griffith has shot up the league along yeah. with uh, Richard Osman. Um, Ian Sterling, fifth. Sophie Ridge, sixth. I mean, these are people that we expect to be top three, but they're struggling to keep pace with your Osmonds, your Griffey, and uh, Russell Howard, of course, a relentless force. He's a phenomenal force. Uh, now, at this time of year, John, um, the party season isn't exactly over yet. Um, people mm-hmm. have had parties. People may be having New Year's parties. So it's time for Onana. What's my name? And I am turning up at your party. Knock, knock. Oh, hello there. Must get that hollow uh, cartoon front door locked at. Okay, hang on. Come in. All right. All right, Claude. Come in, come in. All right, Claude. How's it going, but you need? Wow. Um, Still got absolutely no idea. Which hemisphere of the globe you're from? Is it? Oh, okay. Now I've, I've right. narrowed it in now. What a clot! Right. Well, uh, come in, Fireman Sam. <laughs> <laughs> you're always on the move, aren't you? Oh, I might be soon, but less than about that, the better. Sam. Oh, I got a second. Um. Oh, you got any nibbles, bet? Yeah, absolutely. Help yourself over there to um, some lava bread out. And, uh, lava bread? Oh, God, no. I'd rather have uh, fish and chips, see? Right. Uh, so fish and chips means you're not um, you're not playing at the moment? Uh, oh, no, I'm not playing. That, 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 that's not kind of my place in life. But I, I might have to find a way, if you know what I mean. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> are you, he doesn't are know you... what I mean. What sort of party is this, Clot? <laughs> Why do you keep saying that? What are you saying, Clart or Claude? Like Clart? How's it going, bet? This is Welsh vernacular, is it? I I got it from Gordy Looking Chain. Right. Okay. So you're 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 hanging around with uh, rappers. You're a I footballer, right? Oh well, or a football I, 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 personality. I, I, football, per- absolutely right. I am. And we gotta start. We, we gotta figure that out. We have. We got. We have running out of time to figure it out. Um, I spilled some of this lava bread on my trainers. I, I'm not happy about that. I like my um, trainers. People have been slagging them off this week. People have been slagging off your trainers. Oh, I got dogs abuse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you know what? I I think. Um, how, how do I how do I put this? But um, you're managing. <laughs> Oh, you're good at this. Yeah, I mean, not Chris Coleman. No, no, I, I no. wish I bloody was to be honest. But, um, this is the thing. I, I, uh, I, um, it's not going too well. See, so I, 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 I'm glad. I'm glad to be invited to a party because I'm in a bit of a pickle. Um, but you know, I you walk down the seafront and I, uh, I have me fish and chips and I, I think, well, you know what? It, the worst comes to the worst. And I get thrown out of this party. I find another party. And even if I stay at the party, maybe we could be at a better party. Two years' time. So you're not Rob Page. No. We've already done what's your fella called, Steve Cooper. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
Also, so you're not Steve oh, Cooper. Well, don't you mention his name in front of me. Don't you dare. Not after oh, this. Some... How, how dare are you trolling me? Oh, right. I see. Right. Oh, how dare you. You're a little wind up. I think you know what you're doing there. <laughs> okay. Now, you're I've got to confess. They warned me, you know. They said, don't go to this house party. He's quick. I said, well, he needs to worry up a little bit. But you I've got to confess, at this point, up until the point you arrived at my party, I had okay. never heard you talk before. Right. So I think I know who you are, but we go. it's news to me that you are Welsh, Ooh. and certainly that you are in Goldie-looking chain. I Well, I, 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 I heard myself on the radio, and I thought, he's, I sound like a sort of, uh, you know, a sort of Newport kind of, uh, I mean, I'm not saying I'm necessarily putting on my Yeah, well, best. I've Googled you to, to, to check that you are uh, Welsh. Uh-huh. Prob- I mean, I'm not going to lie to you, to check your name, because it's one of those sort of forgettable names, isn't it? It's a very, you know, you could equally be a landscape gardener or, you know, my friend's nephew. And what is my name, just for the avoidance of doubt? What's your middle name? Do you know? Well, if you're going to make me Google it, then I'll Google it. Well, you should know your own middle name, surely. Don't Google it. You should know your own middle name. Oh, I know it. Jason. What is it? It is Jason, yeah. You've Googled it. Oh, and you're smaller than me. Oh, do you know what? You can stay at the party. You're having a bad time of it, and you're smaller than me, and that makes you a prime candidate to be my friend. Oh, That's what I like. People whose lives are shitter than mine, who I can literally and metaphorically look down on. Well, you've guessed it. It's Nathan Jason Jones, the current manager at time of recording of Southampton Football Club. And, you know, I mentioned the trainers because Mm -hmm. this week we lost an open at Nottingham Forest. The away end, 5,000 of them, by the way, they sold it out. They travel well, those boys. That's good. On a Wednesday night. Wednesday night from Nottingham to Southampton. That's very good. 5,000. They're just raucous at the whole thing. They kept going, Nathan Jones, your trainers are shit. Your trainers are shit. Did they mean like his coaches? You are. Did they mean like the the people training his team? You know, like the coaches. You know what? That's very silly. They told me you were quick. But no, they meant the shoes on my feet, the training shoes, which trainers are, of course, an abbreviation. Yeah, they were slagging off my footwear job. Y podemos hablar en español, no? Oh, (laughs) I don't know about that, but they they, they were naughty. (laughs) Well, I see from your uh, Wikipedia page that you're bilingual and you speak Spanish. So... Hey, look, I haven't told my dad that yet, so you decir? just be careful, all right? ¿Quieres hablar un poco y, y decir algo? Oh, ¿dónde está la biblioteca, Pedro? Uh, <laughs> talk, to me about your, talk to me about your tattoos. Oh, God, they bloody hurt. I'd say after the first one, I said to her, I said, I'm not doing this again. I said, it's like being stabbed with a big ink sword. Well, said, well relevant that uh, relevant that b- being uh, pierced is is part of what I imagine you enjoyed. I imagine, given what your tattoo is, that you actually enjoyed the feeling of of bleeding. It made you feel closer to your uh, the subject of your tattoo. Well, I, I look. I mean, we all bleed, so you know. Um, I, I guess, in a way, no matter who it was of, uh, that would be the case. You're you're obviously trying to get me to say who it is, what it is. 
You, uh, Jones is a devout Christian who credits his faith with getting him through bad times, so I imagine he'll be leaning heavily on that at the moment. He has several religious tattoos on his body, including praying hands and the crucifixion on his left biceps and forearm, Jesus Christ on his right bicep, and Michelangelo's creation of Adam across his back. Yeah, I was going to get uh, the... what I, My ambition is to do the entire 12 stations of the cross across my body. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to add to them every year. So over the next 12 years, each station of the cross, I mean, obviously, you know, where do you put Judas? You know, I'm tempted to put him near my arsehole. But I think that would be very, very painful. But like I said, well, I said every time I get one of these things, I, I end up passing out. I end up crying. So, you know, I, I guess if I have that near my bum hole, then who cares? You know, why not have pain there rather than pain on my, uh, you know, um, calf muscle? Well, I mean, we we started discussing Fireman Sam. I know you. I know you're not Fireman Sam now, but you do know, mm. nevertheless have have some fires to put out. If you I know what know. I mean. God, um, perhaps God, uh, you should be off. Any uh, truth in the frequent rumours of Che Adams uh, moving to Leeds United? I mean, can I just off the record say to you, why the fuck would you want him? I mean, he can't. He's a striker who can't score goals. You That's exactly what we need. Yeah, we, we've uh, we've got a couple of those, and it would be nice to have another one. Although You're Rodrigo, right. in fairness, is banging in the goals. I'm being unfair there. Yeah, I I, I don't we think do we want Shea Adams. Target, I, I, I don't, you know, I, I we don't want Shea Adams. It just happens; it, it keeps getting linked to. I think it was mentioned once in passing under in the Bielsa era, and now it's one of those names that every transfer window um, probably will go to Forest, though, right? In the continuing quest to sign every player alive. Well, I, 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 I get the satirical point, and they told me you were quick. But um, I, uh, I, they, they got this new Brazilian lad called Scarpa. I got to tell you, bloody hell, the way he strikes a ball, John. I said to the lads last night, fucking hell. If they'd have played with him from the start, it might have been 2-0 instead of 1-0. That's how good he is. All right, then. Okay, then. Well, like you say, I've got a load of fires to put out. And yeah. uh, I, 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 I better get off, to be honest, John. I, I, um, difficult time for me. But uh, yeah, it's been a real um, pleasure. I would love nothing more than to wish you all the best. But as Thank a Leeds you. fan, I hope that you don't win another game this season and that you take up the first relegation spot so that we've only got to be better than two teams. Appreciate it, mate. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Well, there you go. Nathan Jones. Funny yeah, old chap. I, he was, yeah. I enjoyed uh, meeting him. I, I, as I say, uh, I, I've never heard him talk before, so it was it was a difficult one to piece together. But um, I'm, I'm going to Google him now after we've done this podcast and, and let you know what I think of that impression. He was more, let's be honest, he can't sound like that. So clearly more of a caricature. He, he, he actually sounds <laughs> worse. We were listening to him in Five Live. I mean, it's a small thing. I mean, do you know what? What does a Premier League manager sound like? But you know when you're so used to like Klopp, Guardiola... I mean, even Cooper, I think Steve Cooper is one of the great communicators in global football in terms of... Oh, here we go. It's the return of Fordy's hyperbole. It's the uh, first shot in 2023. Uh, And we're now uh, moving on to the realms of great communicators. We've, of course, dealt with passing of a football in the past. Fordy who? Who do you believe? Um, and, and let's ignore politics and global diplomacy for a moment. Who do you believe is one of the great communicators of all time? You'd have to say it was Steve Cooper. His message discipline mm-hmm. is exceptional. He gets yeah. the tone right. He gets the delivery right. Uh, he has a, a remarkable knack for saying the right thing. And he understands that he, he's speaking to multiple audiences. And um, mm. 
he's phenomenal. Um, Can't bloody move for people talking about what a, how how Steve Cooper is one of the great communicators <sighs> of all time. You have to well look the, the, the proof of the pudding. Yeah, not only the results he's had at Forest, but the emotional connection he has to the fans because he understands how to talk to people through the media, and and that is that is testament to him. But Nathan Jones does not sound like a Premier League manager. You just go, oh, that sounds more like a sort of um, local rugby coach. It all right, sounds well, a bit local. Because I've I've found uh, I've got an interview here that says Nathan Jones Southampton situation isn't entirely down to me. Um, I mean that's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, of course. He, 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 yeah. Um, so let's. I'm going to listen live now. Good. Nathan Jones uh, videos. Video. Video. He used to have a supply teacher as well. She used to call them videos. If you're good, we're going to watch a video, but only if you're good. Nathan Jones, I Southampton did. situation isn't entirely down to me. And I'm expecting to hear, all right. Yeah. Do your voice, do Nathan Jones again. Give me a sentence leading in and see if we can, I'll be like a DJ mixing. You all can right, do Claude. Nathan Jones. I do it like that, see? All right, Claude. Well, Nathan, a familiar theme, gifting the opposition a goal, it gives you a mountain to climb, doesn't it? It does. And, you know, we started the game really well. Really front foot did a, had a glorious opportunity to take the lead, didn't take it. Um, and then we gift them a goal. And we know that they, they're going yes. to attack inside. And if you play square balls or wrist balls into midfield, you... You give the ball away, then you're susceptible to that. And we did that, and, and, and they got the goal. But we never demonstrated then enough quality on, in possession. We had enough situations in around the box with 60-odd percent of possession. It's not bad. Vindicated. Vindicated, I would say, by that. He's, he's got a, it's a more masculine tone, let's be honest. He doesn't do that. You do it. You don't run up and down. I think if you find the five lines he... from last night... He was slightly more animated, and that would be cl- look, John. I'm a voice artiste. What I of do is reflect. Uh, I would say accurate um, notes from within the people that I satirise, but then also I, you know, augment and um, cartoonify. What am I doing? Giving you notes on how to do an impression? It'd be like you telling me how to drink alone in the dark. Oh, um, do, so oh, I apologise. I take that back. I hope you've not been... When was the last time you drank alone in the dark? And do oh, get look, in touch? I haven't drunk alone in the dark now for uh, 10 hours. Um, oh, I had a drink alone. Well, I got back from the Leeds game last night, obviously because I drove. I didn't drink. So I thought, I'm going to have yeah. one. I, I was going to go straight to bed. But when you don't drink, you tend to drink things like coffee and Diet Coke. So I was yes. razzing. I was a leg yeah. twitching all over razzing. razzing my old tees off. <laughs> Um, and I see that my wife had opened a bottle of red wine, something she likes to do frequently, open a bottle of red wine, have a glass, drink half of it, and leave the bottle with the lid off to go vinegary, which I'm fine with. Um, So I thought, well, I'll have a cheeky old glass of that, and I sat and watched videos of Matthias Click, uh, who it turns out uh, it was his last game for Leeds last night, very emotional, sort of spotted something was going on as the players, as the game ended, the players all went straight to Click, and he sort of went to his knees, and you realised, oh, he's he's out, and he did a lap of the pitch and sort of broke down, and then there was a guard of honour, and the players were all wearing Click t-shirts, and it sort of come a bit out of nowhere. I, I really like Matthias Click, but I didn't realise how emotional I was going to get about the end of the sort of 
Oh. It's the end of the Bielsa era, really. Those players that got us up are sort of one by one drifting away. Um, and so I sat, I, I did a bit of a Ford, really. I sat and watched sort of goal montages and interviews and read articles about him and got needlessly emotional about <laughs> something. He's not dead. He's just moving to America. Mm. Um, so I had a glass of red wine, sat in the kitchen uh, with the lights off. Uh, Lucy came down to get a drink. Didn't know I was back. Shit her pants. She <laughs> made it all worthwhile. Nothing like terrifying your wife just by being in your own house. Can you do an impression of how she reacted? Um, well, she swears. So uh, she sort of wanders in, eye mask sort of still covering one eye, the other half sort of draped above her forehead, sort of reaching for the door like she's been in the darkness for 24 years and she's just been released. And then she goes, (gasps) oh, fucking hell. That's what she does. Um, And she'll say something like, yeah, what are you doing there, you twat? What, on a chair? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it does look tragic. I still had my coat on. It was like when I used to go out, my mum used to find me. When I used to go out drinking, I'd get in hammered. Um, and I'd refuse to go to bread until I'd brushed my teeth. I got really paranoid about not brushing my teeth, but I was mm. too pissed. And I knew if I tried to brush my teeth, I'd be sick. So I would lie on the living room floor thinking, oh, I'll just get my shit together and then I can go and brush my teeth. My mum would come down at about seven in the morning and find me asleep with my coat zipped up to my face on the living room floor. So I just need to brush my teeth and then I can go to bed. Not a so very cute about that. Um, yeah, well, sort of. Well, I'd come back early, so you know, I was, just, I was a bit of a lightweight, um, depressive child. So I, I was probably back by like ten, half ten. At the point when everyone else went to the club, I'd go to the pizza shop, get pizza, and then come home, fall asleep with my coat on. That's great. So click was it Klish? Click. Click. Well, yeah. Click. Kicking cut, let it curly cut. We should. So, where's he signed for? DC United in America. DC United. Until I got home last night and did my uh, internet stalk and didn't realise they were still managed by Wayne Rooney, who I just assumed was out of work. From DC to DC, from Derby County yeah. to District of Columbia. My man, Wayne Rooney. We should go and watch. What I mean, let's not America. pretend I haven't got the tabs open right now, mate. 18th of March, DC away at the Yankee Stadium, playing New York City, baby. Um, they're in Columbus, Ohio on the 5th. I'm trying to work out when he would get into the team. I don't think he's not going to go over there and get straight in, isn't he? But their games don't start until the 26th of February. Okay, when they're at home to Toronto. Lots of Americans at Leeds games at the moment. Lots of Americans sniffing around. Really? 49ers dollar coming in. Suspected that Radrizani will sell. Lots of Americans there. Lovely to spend your half-time explaining VAR and offside and things to people. And also, oh, this time we go, they'll all know who Leeds and Forest are. Because we're in the Prem, baby. Yeah, Absolutely. Well, that's, let's be honest, they'll probably still support Chelsea and Manchester City. Yeah, but they'll I'm know United. who we are. I'm United, he's Liverpool. <laughs> we should go, though. What? And we should do... We could record a show over there. Yeah, live from New York. Live from the Yankee Stadium. I mean, oh we've just God. about sold out Roosters Brewery. Do you reckon Yankee Stadium is a slight overreach? No, we'll be like Cotton McKnight and Pepper Brooks. We'll be like... <laughs> I don't know who either of those people are. They're the commentators on Dodgeball. Cotton! (laughs) 
You recognise them. You know them. They're great. I know dodgeball. I haven't seen it for a long time. That's a good thing, actually. I might, I might do that soon. I might have ESPN a, I might have 8, a, the old show. Cat that. McKnight and Pepper Brooks. You love it. I've seen it before, just not for many years. My uh, go-to film in that genre, obviously Anchorman, but I also have got a, a penchant for Big Daddy. Great film. Yeah. But I wipe my own ass. It's a sentence I say more often than I should. I know you do, buddy. (laughs) Great films. John, I've got some exciting news. You're retiring from comedy and emigrating. (laughs) No, even Uh. more exciting than that. We are going to release our very own CPFPL podcast beer with Kirkstall Brewery, and we've asked our listeners to send in their suggestions for what it should be called, uh, and like Erling Haaland, they have delivered. So, we've got a name for our new beer. Can you remember what it is? It's CPFP Hellas. It's a real quench boost. Oh, man, I think it, I can't believe... This is so cool that we've got our own beer. CPFP Hellas, a real quench boost, will be released soon by Kirkstall Brewery and we'll be giving some away as prizes to listeners and another slice subscribers. And we might even get some paraphernalia made up of beer mats and bar towels. This is the dream come true. Now, as we know, Kirkstall are known for their delicious cask beers like Three Swords and Dissolution, as well as modern hoppy beers like Virtuous and Judicious, and CPFB Hells will be no different. We've got our own beer! As well as brewing great beer, Kirkstall also have some of the best pubs in Yorkshire, like the Kirkstall Bridge Inn and the Cardigan Arms in Leeds, the Sparrow Inn in Bradford, and their own tap room at the brewery on Kirkstall Road. You can get 20% off everything with the code CPFPL20. Just visit the website, kirkstallbrewery.com, click on shop, and enter the code for 20% off everything with the code CPFPL20. And oh my God, Coming to market soon, our own beer, CPFP Hells, a real quench boost. Can you imagine? I mean, is it the most egotistical thing in the world to get drunk on your own beer? It would be worse if it was called, like, 40. I got drunk on our own show. I've had five pints of me. Getting high on your own supply. (laughs) Oh, I can't wait to taste it. What we haven't done is a stat pack. Um, game week's still going on, I think. Uh, there's still a Fulham game. Yeah. Um, do you want to do a stat pack? or We sort of moved on from FPL, haven't we? Kane, who you signed, by the way, phenomenal. Mm-hmm. 16 points already. And let's just say about Kane, it's lovely to see him doing well, isn't it? Uh, or isn't it? Yeah. No. Why, do you, why, why don't you like how are we? Because he doesn't play for Leeds. I couldn't give a shit how many scores. Yeah, play three of them, though, don't he? about FPL. I keep checking the league, and I've got so many emotions about I want all teams to lose, and I want the most successful teams to lose the most heavily. And I'm sick of having to check things about, oh, well, at least they got a clean sheet, so that's six points. I don't give a I shit. Don't... I want all teams to fail. He's one of our own, isn't he? He's heavy. 
He's he's England's Harry, isn't he? Harry he's not anymore now. He's Tottenham's Harry now. He's Tottenham nah, Hotspur's Harry Kane. And they've got mag. a big old massive stadium that they make shitloads of money on. And they make money off the beer and their accommodation and all that wealth that they pump into their team to make them more successful than we could ever be. And it can fuck off. Hang on. But every every club makes money at the at the ground. Leeds make money off the beer. What are you not on about? Enough. Not you enough. Not you northern mags, you come down here and, and Le- compared to London Leeds is nothing, and you know it. You mag, yes, ah, you make me so angry, you people. You're slagging us off all the time. If you don't like it, bugger off elsewhere, somewhere shit. <laughs> <laughs> Looking forward to the Chelsea game. Oh I God. dare you to go in character as that guy. Oh my God, a lot of people don't understand about Chelsea. <sighs> Mugs, I've so been nice. coming down here since I was well, since earlier today. I've been yeah. coming to Chelsea, man and man. <laughs> what do you mean? I've been coming here now 12 hours. <laughs> I've been down a bridge, mate. I've been down a bridge, you know what I mean? You know, when people say that, oh, I've been down a bridge, mate, and it's a way of going almost like making sure you don't ask more questions. They want to make it sound like they've done loads of stuff. Mm. Oh, I've done that, mate. I've been a show of the way, put it that way. I've been a show of the way. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know Any other I mean? away games? Oh, Dan Millwall. Always. Yeah. Anything outside uh, the M25? Yeah, Dan uh, 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 United. Couple of times. Oh, yeah. Been up there. Max. Naughty. Manchester shit. The music's crap. And they're all waddling around, thinking they're Liam Gallagher or something. They all look the same. Can't London. People from all over the world. I mean, you know. That is its problems and all that, but Manchester, all the same. Mags, oh, we're pretty green and wet. Oh, come on, mate, come on. You can't beat Michael K. You dress up Michael K. You look at geese, diamond geezer, prats up north with his silly haircuts. Yeah, can't even sing anyway. It's 4D stat pack. Yeah, I think that'll do. That probably will do. Yeah, so, quick hurricane yeah. impression and then a breakdown. Yeah. Well, we've had uh, 40s hyperbole. We've had, uh, oh, no, no, what's my name? Um, I'd say it's been a, a, a ripping good laugh. It's been a great laugh. It's good to be back fully in the swing in this new year. And um, I hope you don't get beaten up at the Chelsea game tonight. Thank you. Good luck with that. Uh, I'll be thinking of you. I'm going, to, nice? I'm going, to, I'm going to the Wolves game next week. sounds sinister when I say it. Wolves. We're in the quarterfinal of the League Cup. We beat Wolves. We'll be in the semi-final. Wow, I mean, this could turn into you could end up mid-table and winning the league cup. Yeah, wouldn't that be great? Yeah, no. What? No, it wouldn't. Well, I, I, I like it more when you fail. Oh, this not sorry. The very basis of our friendship is that no. you don't do well at things, and it it drives me forward. No, no, no. But that doesn't apply to Forest. It does. Yes, I want no. them to go out of business. No, 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 no. I want them Wait. to cease to be. <laughs> On the ground to become an actual forest. I want in ten years to see you in tears on the floor next to a tree, saying, "Oh, this is where Stuart Pearce banged in that free kick. Now it's a fucking tree." <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want. <clears throat> Sorry, I coughed and then I burped. What a That's way to good. end! That's all we've got time for this episode of Matt Ford's Bowels. 
We will remember to get in touch. Hello at cpfpl.com. Subscribe to anotherslice.com for red hot extra content. Leave a five-star written review. Share, subscribe, and do all that just as your good deed for the year. Bye. Bye.